This is Jerry Mason, the Kicking Lawyer, and I'm inviting everyone to join us every Tuesday at 5 p.m. on the Kicking Lawyer fan page on Facebook for Law Talk Live, where we discuss business, politics, current events, and the law. If you miss the live version, you can watch the playback on YouTube or listen on your favorite podcast platform. All right, it's Jerry Mason, the Kicking Lawyer. We're live for another Law Talk. I always appreciate you guys taking time out of your day to uh, listen to us and uh, see our pretty faces. Don't forget, as always, to like, follow, subscribe to the podcast. We're available on Spotify, YouTube, Apple Podcasts, Google Podcasts, Facebook, and, of course, TikTok. Uh, got a good following on TikTok. You can maybe get some legal direction and also watch Josh do cool dances. All the dances. Lots of, lots of fun dances on TikTok. And then if you haven't, if you want to dance, just download N.A. The Band's new album, Inside My Head. It's available for free on Spotify and iTunes. They're local guys. We want to support them. Again, it's completely free. Really helps them, so check that out. And we want to thank Michelle Allen. She's a longtime sponsor of the show. She's your go-to realtor in the area with Cry Like Realty. And uh, she'll help you. She's also a genuinely good person. You come to the cellar sometimes, you see her. She likes to hang out there. And uh, Mason's High Octane Martial Arts has been my first business. It's been in Covington for 30 years. Just visit masonsmartialarts.com. We'll teach you how to kick people in the face and stuff. It's a lot of fun. Uh, Mason's High Octane Martial Arts. The Cellar Restaurant and Prohibition Bar is located off the square in Covington. We're open at 4 p.m. every day, brunch on Saturdays, Sundays, and we're open in our second location in Somerville in August. Hopefully you'll come check us out. Lots of cool things going on there. Masonite Digital Marketing, Josh has now got a drone. That's so right. So you just hire Josh, and he will take drone pictures of you doing whatever. Just visit masonitemarketing.com, and he'll help you with your uh, online branding and video videography. And last but not least, don't forget the Covington Comic Con. Returns to Covington, Tennessee, August 12th and 13th. You can come and cosplay, see our guests today, uh, as well as a lot of other cool vendors. Um, there's cars, Batmobiles, all kinds of cool stuff's going to be there. So hopefully you guys will join us at the Covington Comic Con. So speaking of that, my guests today are Bill Webb. Is this, is this right? Did yeah, I remember yeah. right? Right, right? And and then Tanya Tanya sure. Vandersteeg. How are you? <laughs> I'm good. How are you, Jerry? <laughs> good to see y'all. Josh, I didn't know you got a drone. Yeah, it's fancy. He just got it's it. right here. Yeah, I want to go play. Yeah. Let's go play. Yeah, maybe yeah. after. <laughs> Can yeah. we spy on yeah, He people? said that the birds tried to attack it, They though. did. Yesterday I was filming a commercial, and uh, <laughs> I think I disturbed a bird nest or something. Oh, yeah, that's but, not good. Uh, yeah, anyway. So uh, <laughs> you guys today, although you're with lots of stuff, are with right. historical haunts. Correct. So why don't you all tell us a little bit about what that entails, what it is, where to go, and all that stuff. Cool, cool. Yeah, as you know, uh, we run a haunted tour company in Memphis, so just up the road from here in Covington. It's called Historical Haunts Memphis. We do a haunted bus tour. We do a uh, walking ghost hunt, which is really fun. We do a haunted pub crawl. The more you drink, the more you see on that one. So we do encourage libations of the adult kind. And um, and then we are debuting a, a tour that's coming out. We might be kind of hit on during this interview because Bill has something to do with that one as well. And then, uh, as you all well know, on Saturdays, we also do that beer tour, mm-hmm. uh, which is the Memphis Brew Bus. So the brewery tour. Hopefully you'll be coming on soon. Yes, uh, I, I heard Budget Batman might even show up on it. A budget so. Batman needs to come because uh, Bill may not know who Budget who is Batman budget is. Batman? <laughs> That's a great question. So people wonder, this wondering minds. If you'll direct your attention to the Covington Comic Con so lower third, yeah, you'll see him there and on the logo. <laughs> oh, so. he, he looks see, look, awfully he like Jerry, up. but he's not. He's not, not nobody, but he does look Nobody like. knows who Budget Batman is. It's a secret. Kind of a similar look, but not. Yeah, so I, I don't know if you saw in my office, I don't like Batman. I'm a Superman <laughs> I guy. I see that. I'm a Superman guy. So I ended up, uh, a few years ago, I got, well, last year actually, I got guilted into, it's a long story, but essentially they want, these people in this organization wanted me to dress up to, to sort of surprise their CEO, who was a Batman animator and a comic book artist. And uh, he he always says he's Batman on his name tag. They wanted Batman to show up and be like, you're not Batman, I'm Batman. Well, I think they wanted it to be serious, but they clearly didn't know me that well. So (laughs) I ordered the Adam West outfit, and it looks so, just it just looks silly. And so I saw it, and I was like, it looks like Batman on a budget. And I was like, (laughs) budget Batman. And so then we decided to use it as a promotional tool for the Covington Comic Con. So we even went to the San Diego Comic Con, 
and Budget Batman was there, oh. and he was really harassing all the cosplayers, yeah. and they were those people are serious <laughs> about their cosplay. It's the, top, it's the top of the line. Yeah, Josh put some videos together, and they're pretty funny. There was like some protesters. Um, they, they were like those. Um, what is that church that's always protesting? Westboro. Yeah, Westboro. it was were they like out there? yeah, yeah. They were out there, and man, it was they're like you're going to hell because yeah, you like comic books. It was a guy with his daughter. She was dressed like Harley Quinn, and he was dressed like some DC character. And they're like, oh, you're going to hell if you're bringing your daughter so budget batman goes out there and it's like <laughs> f you guys and i'm doing the splits in front of them and they're all like look at this guy and then people are like cheering for budget batman <laughs> and then i enjoyed the because I, I just don't care right. so uh, the, the the cosplay people are super serious and i respect it there's a lot of work right but my character is just sort of i'm always the important one hey citizens i'm over the top so these people will be doing their serious poses and then budget batman would just jump in there and i had like titty sweat stains all right here from sweating so bad oh, yeah. it was terrible that's so Budget yeah. Batman's from Covington. Correct. With a southern accent. Yes. That's, yes. That's, that's Can't it. get more budget than that. No. <laughs> and he looks very budget in there. And he's gained about 15 pounds since last year, so he looks really budget. Oh, now. muscle. It's like sausage. Yeah. Don't change the outfit then. Yeah. Let it get tight. <laughs> well, I told Josh, I did tight. it. Uh, we, were at, we were at our family uh, 4th of July celebration, and I told Josh, uh, uh, I had brought the costume because we've been meaning to make appearances to, to promote the Comic-Con, right? And I just thought it was silly budget Batman doing fireworks. Man, I put that thing on and I took it off. <laughs> I said, it was so hot. I started dieting immediately. So anyway. <laughs> You're like, I do not look so good yeah, right now. <laughs> yeah. Well, I am interested in your beer crawl thing you do. Um, so I, I love how every time we do this, you yeah. get you get them mixed up. And um, that's, I'm sorry. Well, I, I thought just, that the historical haunts was part of that. I it's just not love the same how we have a pub it? crawl uh-huh. and we have a beer tour. So we don't have a beer crawl, okay. although we can have one just okay. for you. I got you. I got and you. Have you have the ghost tours, which is also which is right, which yeah. is all, yeah. I mean, well, the ghost the ghost tour thing I want to talk also because right. when I talked with Stephen, we mm-hmm. were t- we we're trying to organize something here, right, with you guys. Yeah, we've been talking a lot about yeah, it. Yeah, so that because we've got uh, you haven't seen the restaurant, have you? No, it's actually pretty cool. Like Up I know on Court Square. Yeah, well, it's just under it actually. It's okay. like it's the cellar because it's kind of in a cellar. But anyway, we it looks like a prohibition bar. It's like a speakeasy. So okay. we have people we dress, on Friday, cool. Saturdays. Everybody dresses like it. Uh, we even have a, a secret room behind a bookcase. All this stuff, and so we we do bourbon tastings. Mm-hmm. Uh, we even talk to uh, uh, Clark at the Crosstown Brewery, Brewery yeah. and he's going to help us with some flights for the beers. And so we thought about doing like they could do a beer flight, a bourbon flight. We got a local chocolatier, uh, this this kid in, in uh, Atoka that that actually trained with some master chocolate person. I heard that. And, That's so cool. And he's like going to make custom. And we wanted somebody to do, we yeah. wanted a, yeah, I don't know if it's Willy Wonka, but <laughs> we wanted a tour around the square because there's a lot of uh, haunted history right here too. Yeah. 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 And that's something we've talked about for a long time, but now it's yeah. just kind of coming together with. yeah yeah we need to all just get together at the restaurant one night and, and hash Done. it all out yeah, actually, I, on my way over here i stopped off at a store something special mm-hmm. and the girl who owns that her family i've known them forever mm-hmm. and told her what i was up here in covington to do and she goes oh we're haunted <laughs> but what's well, not haunted on the square really is that the one here? that's over by the bank right up here it's a it's in a big building. It's like two stories. It's, on, it's actually a three-story building. Yeah, that, that's the one I'm talking about. That one is supposed to be haunted. There's supposed um, to be a dude in there. No, this has a woman in it. It's a, it's oh. a three. It's on the corner. I thought it was a dude. It's I know a, where you're talking about. Today, you never know, Jerry. Mm-hmm. Let's just... Um, are you assuming the ghost gender? Can't assume. Yeah, I don't know. She she said that she hadn't seen it in a while, but... You know, My anyway. aunt worked there and said she saw the... I thought she said it was a dude. Maybe it was a woman. It could have been... I mean, who's the son? Well, you know, supposedly we have one here. That's what you guys yeah, had we come and checked on it, it before, and yeah. uh, my wife is supposedly in tune with some of that stuff. Sure. She's big into it. She would love to do your haunted tours. All so that. I was going to say, I was actually, I was actually thinking about this, Jerry. As long as I've known you and you've known that we've run haunted tours, you guys have never been on one of our tours, especially your wife, because she's like, this is her thing. Yeah, let me tell you why. So like this morning, because it's in Memphis, <laughs> I got up at 5 a.m. and I drove to Franklin, Tennessee, for an appearance on a case where somebody hired me in Williamson County near Nashville yeah, that's for a DUI. Far. Yeah, it's far. <laughs> then after that, I drove right back. Right, had a meeting. Uh, I wanted, I thought I was going to be able to sneak away and go to the gym, and I, and unfortunately, I wasn't able to. I had to meet with the, the par- other partner from the seller. Then they call me and say, "Hey, 
you got to hurry up and get up here. Brian's still stuck in court. You got to come handle an appointment. So that's what I was doing before y'all got here. Yeah. I planned to be free for when you were here. So I do that. Then I got this. After this, immediately I have trivia at the restaurant. That's on Tuesday. My Monday, I have a Taekwondo thing I have to do. My point is, I'm not making excuses. We don't have tours on Monday or Tuesday. But we're though. stuck every day. <laughs> Sunday. We don't I have was tours working on Sunday. all day we'll Sunday. Yeah. So, but what I need to do, I can make it happen. <laughs> okay. We're but make I got to plan it. Okay. Let's plan it. You got to tell hey, me a good Josh. time to come and plan it, and we will come. Okay. Just yeah. stay at the hotel across the street. Which is the hotel? The uh, Central Station Hotel. It's a Hilton property. It's is that the across from the bus? Not the bus, the train? Yeah, it, it is. is the train. The I know train exactly station. where that's yeah. at. Yeah. We took the train down to New Orleans <laughs> a couple months ago, three, yeah. four months I ago. I yeah. I enjoyed it. Yeah, I, yeah. I liked it a lot. It's gotten a lot better. It used to be like a mobile insane asylum. Well, yeah. I was nervous <laughs> about uh, It's very nice, that hotel. Right. Yeah. But I was nervous about leaving my car. But uh, everything seemed fine when yeah, we came fine. back. Uh, was, and we, we, matter of fact, while I was in New Orleans, I was doing a DUI conference. And while I was in the conference, my wife did one of their ghost tours. Yeah, fun. So, They've got tons out yeah, there. So we got we got to come do yours. Yeah, no, for sure. You know, you're well. Tell welcome. me more about the ghost tours then. So, um, and also, you know, Bill is actually our newest tour guide that we hired on. He kind of came as a recommendation from <laughs> another tour guide of ours, and uh, just kind of fell into our lap, which was amazing because. He knows everything about Memphis, so mm -hmm. it kind of worked out really well. I think that as much as we were interviewing you, you were interviewing us as I was. well, because he's a huge historian, knows a lot about Memphis, and the thing you that need we to love meet David Gwynn. Go ahead, that's the local guy you need to talk to. Here? Yeah, yeah. Okay. Well, and the thing that we love about Bill is that he's just super passionate about Memphis, and that's kind of what we on our tours, especially recently. You know, Memphis is getting a bad rep for all the crime. I mean, <laughs> it is what it is, but it's affecting tourism a little bit, and so kind of getting these people. But we're selling out on our tours, which are great. And so when people are coming on our tours, um, he specializes right now on the bus tour. He started to do the walking ghost tour with us as well, and. Um, it's just like we don't bash Memphis. You know, mm -hmm. we get on there and we say we love our city. We take pride in our city. We've got the coolest history. And this is what makes it haunted. This is what we believe. And then we do ghost hunts. And he's got all of that, all the above. So he's also an investigator. So we're lucky to have you, Bill. Um, Thank you. I love doing yeah. it. They're good good folks. When I, um, <laughs> when, and I was thinking about that, how I ended up there is like um, – Shannon, I'll just use her name. Shannon uh, was a guide, not a guide. She's still around. I yeah, yeah, yeah. One of our original tour guides so um, she, knows him. Yeah. She uh, posted on Facebook several months ago, hey, I'm back doing ghost tours. And I texted her and I said, you know, I really should be doing that as well. And she said, you're right, because I'm using some of your stories on my tour. <laughs> and I was like, oh, okay. well, if anyone's going to cash in off my stories, <laughs> yeah. it needs to be me. Yeah, yeah. So I went and, uh, and talked to... Uh, yeah. You, Tanya, Tanya, and um, <laughs> and some other people, and and they and so they arranged for me to go on a tour, and I automatically fell in love with it because they actually are super respectful of the city. They're not over the top. It's kind of it's, it, there is fun, but it was just I it was respectful, and Memphis desperately needs some respect. Mm -hmm. And so I was really taken back with that. So I, it was not difficult for me to, to buy in, if you will. Sure. And plus the places that, that we go on the stops are places as an investigator that I've been going to my, I've never not gone there. Mm -hmm. So it's, it's a great tour. Your wife, everyone should go. See. I had people from Memphis on the tour last week who learned stuff. So well, well, that's the I, thing that I love is that when we get Memphis natives, they're like, yeah. we did not know this. Yeah, yeah. And even more so on our new tour that's coming up, they're going to be shocked on some of the stuff that we've uncovered. What, what are the, the, so I'm just thinking because of my wife and I, how we view these things. So I go, I would go to those type of things more for the spectacle personally. Yeah. yeah. She goes because she believes it. Right. And, right. and I'm not saying I don't because I've experienced things here that I don't know that I have an explanation for. Um, and prior to that, I had I was definitely a skeptic on all of it. But my point is, to me, it's more skeptic. And then I'm sure you probably get some people that go just for the history of it. Yeah. Would that be kind of your demographic who looks at it? 100%. And usually when I'm on the bus tour, like when I'm leading it, I don't lead them much anymore. I'm the tour manager, and I helped found the company way back mm -hmm. yonder, uh, way back when. Um, and I wrote all the tours and, and that kind of thing, so I usually give them all the tours. Um, but when I am on them, that's one of the things I ask. I'm like, okay, how many of you guys are here for the ghost stories? Mm -hmm. How many of you guys are here for the history? And then I'm like, how many of you guys are actually here because the person next to you <laughs> made you be yeah. here? And there's always one or two people that raise their hand. And I'm yeah. like, 
you're the one I'm after. But uh-huh. it's mixed. I don't know. It's usually history, and it's usually half history, half ghost stories, and then they all come out. Um, we, I just read him a five-star review that he got the other day off of Viator that from a complete skeptic that, that now wrote this awesome review saying, I believe, because of the activity that happened on one of our tours. So you just never know what you're going to get on one of our tours. Yeah, she was a history, she was a history teacher from Texas mm-hmm. who didn't have a difficult time making eye contact. So <laughs> I was like, oh. She didn't have a difficult no, time? No, no, she, she stayed okay. on me. Oh, okay. okay. <laughs> she was like. She was on me, and I was like. Well, she was really, really cool. Uh-huh. And um, so we were at this, we were at this site, and uh, it's a place that I've investigated. It was actually the first place I investigated back in uh, 1987. Yeah, it's so a we, Mallory Neely house. Mallory Neely house. One of the Victorian mansions. Mansions, yeah. And so we were there and we were on the front porch, had permission to be on the front porch. I always have to, I have permission to be up here. I'm just not walking up right. and had permission and nothing was going on. And I can't explain to you how big of an idiot I feel like when I'm sitting there talking to an empty door <laughs> and nothing's going on. And people are like, oh, this guy's, he, he really believes, I do believe what I'm doing. Mm-hmm. So. I was thanking Miss Daisy, the spirit who inhabits the place, for, you know, A, I apologize for showing up unannounced. You just don't show up to a southern woman's house unannounced. Not cool. We still do it. Yeah. <laughs> Even, so I was thanking her for letting us come up, telling her to her front yard that she hadn't seen it lately because I knew she was very, she loved her home. She absolutely adored her home. And I was telling her how beautiful everything looked, and I apologized that, um, I showed up unannounced, and even though I'd had no activity, we turned around to leave, and I had my EMF meters, and we heard at the front door. I got chills cold, and my meters went over to the red, and that's never happened. And the guest just, like, oh, my goodness, like she really free. I did too. Actually, I was terrified. Mm. But <laughs> that was that's a crazy story. He texted immediately after and he's like, oh my gosh, Miss Daisy knocked from the inside. And a little bit of a background on the Mallory Neely. It's a living, breathing museum that's owned by um, the Pink Palace, uh, that the Mosh. It's owned by yeah. Mosh. And um, one of our previous tour guides used to be the executive director. They don't have one anymore, as far as I know, unless they've recently got one. But there's an office in there that if there was an executive director, they leave at five or six. Nobody lives in the house. Nobody would be. There's no housekeeper. Mm-hmm. Nobody stays in that house after night. We've been in there investigative after night. And so there's nobody in this building. Mm-hmm. It's a three-story mansion. There's nobody in there like, ha, we're going to knock on the other side of the door. There's nobody there. Yeah. Um, which makes it. But Miss Daisy's come out a lot um, and made her presence known. Happy that we are just there kind of visiting her. But she's never knocked on the door for me. Yeah, I'm sorry. <laughs> you know, there is a little bit of history. And, and, I, and I tell people this because you know, I do have the benefit of having been born in Memphis. And so it's not like I'm in another city mm. investigating or giving tours of it. Like, I know the city really, really well. And the other piece to that is the places where we go. And I tell people, is like, I've gone to these places my entire life. So if, if they are haunted, the spirits, the ghosts, literally watched me grow up. Mm-hmm. Oh, wow. They, yeah, that's kind of neat. And so the Mallory Neely house, uh, Miss Daisy was friends with um, my great grandmother and little these these women who were either in the daughters of the american revolution or trying to get into it and another big landowner you may know her was ellen davies rogers mm-hmm. she owned uh, the plantation davies plantation, davies plantation. Mm-hmm. so um they were all associated with education and and society and all this other stuff so this woman could have very well known me as because i'm 57 i was born in 65 she died in 68. She could have been very well aware of me being born or mm-hmm. around back then. So, but, you know, I, I, that's just part of it. It's it's cool. So, again, I mean, I, yeah, I'm trying to sell the tour because it's it's an incredible experience sometimes, and then sometimes it isn't. <laughs> that's true. <laughs> we don't really yeah. control we t- what, what goes on out in the sites. Yeah, well, it's like going to a zoo. 
You don't know what the animals are going to do sometimes. Well, or it's like they're not circus performers. Like, yeah. however you believe the spirit world, however you, you know, we say they're just differently living. Like, we're just, they're not going to perform for us. They're either mm-hmm. going to say hi or they're not. Yeah. Um, and it's it's kind of rude to assume that they're going to, you know, be there just for our whim. Now, I think I would be. I'd be messing with people like crazy. But it's kind of rude just to go up to somebody's house. Right. And just expect them to communicate with you. But mm-hmm. hopefully they know us well enough that. But I'd love to have you guys. We'll we'll work it out. We'll we'll make Yeah, I'll just have to you just have to stay on me and we'll do it. I, I'll make I, it I am curious though, and I can't remember if I've asked you this before. Um because as I discuss it with my wife, I just I think it's interesting people's perspective and y'all are clearly knowledgeable on it. But when you talk about spirits, ghosts, whatever, and I know you, you guys probably have like categories, um, where you've got like well, like for instance here, we've had I guess poltergeist stuff where the stuff moves. I don't yeah. know. If, is that poltergeist? Is that right? Not really, but no. I see what you're saying. You know, I mean, it's where just stuff it's, it's would fly off It's more of an interactive spirit. This, I know. I know where you're going. This door with all this, will yeah. open. Right. We've been in, we've been on this podcast several times. Me, Josh, and then a guest. And this door would literally open against the spring, stop, and then we would even look to see who was coming in. And Josh is going. There ain't nobody there. And then it just closes. Josh has full view. And, and uh, we've had other stuff like the my wife and I had heard footsteps one night. Anyway, my point is like uh, there's that, and then you know then there's like the battlefield things where people kind of see like looks like like a like a reenactment like of residuals. something. Yeah. Yeah. So are there levels to that, or like what do y'all think? It is. is it all the same thing? Is there? Do you think there's different stuff? Like, well, as an investigator, so it's a little different than which he's done both, which is great. Um, you know, we have the Historical Haunts Tour Company. We also have the Historical Haunts Paranormal Group, which is a separate entity altogether. Mm-hmm. So we are actually seasoned and certified paranormal investigators. Um, I've been investigating for about 20 years uh, just because I love old buildings and I've always been interested in the paranormal. Uh, it's something that's kind of been there since I was born. I don't know. I've kind of always seen things and heard things and always just been curious and I love cemeteries. It's kind of weird, creepy girl yeah but um i was always the creepy girl in school it, which was always a great title that's why we became have. best friends <laughs> no we became best friends because we were the best actors in the class well, that's true. we met in dyersburg community college theater program the best around um we just bonded over how bad everybody else was uh and we just made fun of everybody and we still are it's a great friendship um but no there in in the paranormal group we will come like like we've been here before. Yeah. So if a client, in fact, we have a new client that's coming up, they call and they're like, hey, our house is haunted. And then um, we send our paranormal team. We do this for free. Mm-hmm. So if anybody has a haunted house, uh, we do it for free for cookies. If you have cookies, um, we like that. But we come in or a business that calls. Um, this is separate from the tour company. And then that is where we're going to categorize things. So uh, we have three or four main categ- categories. One of them is the residual. So we believe it's like the battlefield kind of hauntings mm-hmm. where – we believe there's something in our, our atmosphere or right here in front of us that can capture or record periods in time. And so that would be the lady at 3 a.m. every morning on a Wednesday that walks through your kitchen. Mm-hmm. You all call, you throw the toaster at her. She never looks at you. She never responds, but it's like on the battlefield. They're reenacting something. We I believe that's a recording in time. It's not a spirit. It's not like an a entity. a broken tape that plays over and over. A hundred percent. Yeah, Josh nailed it. It's just a broken tape that plays or just a, a, a residual. It just plays over and over and over, but it's not a spirit. Um, and then you've got the ones that are the spirits, whether you believe that's a part of somebody's soul or consciousness or however you believe spiritually. Um, they're there, but they don't interact with you. So we call those non-interactive spirits. And then there's the ones that are here. Uh, you know, Josh and I experienced crazy interaction in the next the room behind us where mm-hmm. something, you know, slammed something against the wall and shook the whole room due to something I was asking. That's an interactive spirit. So maybe your footsteps that were walking down the hall were just an interactive, you know, a non-interactive. Just that was a the route that the guy who owned this well, place. Well, when that happened, it, uh, we thought it was Brian, my partner that was out here earlier because he wears right. these big thick boots. And it was so real. My wife and I were both sitting there working, and we nobody else was in the building. Everything's locked up. And we heard the footsteps, and when it got to the door of my office, we both stopped and looked up because we both heard the footsteps get yeah. closer at the doorway. And it was when my office was the other place, you, you remember. Yeah. So then this door that was the conference room door on the other side here slammed shut. So so we get the footsteps stop. We look. Nobody's there. The door slammed shut on the other side. 
And we both looked at each other and <laughs> said, it's time to go. I think it's time to close. <laughs> yeah, yeah. Well, and then that would be an interactive spirit. I yeah. mean, you can, you're not always going to get interactions, but, you know, say the lady at, you know, 3 a.m. in the morning, uh, you throw a toaster at her and she actually turns around and says, don't do that. Mm-hmm. You know, that's an interactive. And then your poltergeist activity, that's a whole nother subject. That's Is that the scare? So none of that scares you that you described so far? No. It's not frightening to you? No, I mean, I I always tell people all the time in paranormal investigating that you're going to find what you're looking for. Mm -hmm. And so um, if you're in it, um, if you're a Zach Bagans fan, which not going to bash you if you are, but he's the paranormal investigator that's kind of become, you know, uber popular past ghost hunters and made um, interrogating and um, what is the word? uh, just don't yell at spirits. Like, don't go into somebody's house and say, slap me, hit me. Um, and he's the one that we don't provoke. We do not provoke spirits at all. If you provoke a spirit, you're going to get what you're looking for. If you go into a house looking for evil entities or something of that sort, you're probably going to find what you're looking for. And it's always going to be on their terms, not yours. Mm. Well, and that's the truth. It's like, you, it's silly because we had a we had a case a long time ago where there was a pretty negative spirit that was in the house. And we come to find out one of the boys that was living there, he was 18 years old, I might add. So he's an adult, was trying to sell his soul to the devil for <laughs> Goku points. Um, and it's a low price, isn't it? It was a very low price. And wow. so the, he had he had conjured some no, lower vibrating, I'm going to say demon because that's not the case, just some lower vibrating negative kind of We call them cockroaches of the spirit world that was messing with people in the house and causing a lot of damage. Um, If you're going through a really bad time in your house, there's a death in your family, divorce that happens, or something that brings your vibration lower, um, you're going to, you know, you tend to find those kind of, Mm -hmm. you know, spirits that latch on to that kind of negative energy. So if you go look for negative spirits, you're going to find them. But Mm -hmm. we don't. (laughs) That's not something that we do. Uh, It's very dangerous. It could affect your health. It could uh, affect um, your house. It could follow you home. But on our tours, don't worry, we don't do any of that. Everything is uh, with permission and higher vibrating. But here, there's nothing negative. But don't go looking for all that stuff. That there is some scary stuff out there. Is, yeah, well, is I don't. I, I don't really think that here what we dealt with is nece- necessarily negative. No, I'm here I've all the time that. alone. Yeah. And the, the time that this was happening is when we were doing some renovations. We were adding a Always wall. Always stirs it up. Stir, yeah, and I think things. If if if, if there was anything here it was getting pissed off at us like, why are you knocking down my walls why are you doing yeah, that yeah um, this is my building yeah maybe so I, making I, I don't i don't feel threatened um but i guess i'm just curious about all of that because it you know none of us really know so i'm always curious what other people's thought process and belief systems are on how that works when there's more questions when you get further into it than there are answers i mean we've done seminars all over we've you know, every Comic-Con in town, we've done paranormal seminars. We've, we've traveled to different states doing kind of... And they'll be at Covington Comic-Con. <laughs> yes, we will. Covington Comic-Con. Um, that's going to be fun. I'm actually looking forward to that. Um, but what's the third annual Covington third annual. Comic-Con? Yeah, and it would be bigger than the last... Well, this one will be bigger. We'll have more vendors. But Covington just doesn't have a, a, an event center large enough. We don't have a convention center. And so, one of the places uh, we were going to use got hit by tornadoes. So. Yeah, yeah. We were going to put it in one of the school gyms just so we had enough room. That was and a good idea. the place we were going to do got hit by the tornado and was destroyed. So, um, But, we, you know, we've talked to some local investors in Blue Oval City about uh, maybe working on a actual convention center for the area. Because if you think about it, you don't you, you got Memphis, you got Jackson. There's really nothing in between for people to do concerts, plays, events, stuff like that. It's actually so, a really good idea, especially with Blue Oval City. Yeah, coming with Blue in. Oval coming in, man. There's, you could do the Blue Oval Event Center. You know, they they, they could. Are you listening, Ford? Yeah. Oh, we're I'm in talks with the folks <laughs> about it. I, we're we're working on it. They're throwing money left and right everywhere. Might as well. That's something that would benefit everybody and bring more people here, even out of town for tourism, because and see the Blue Oval logo. Because anyway, it's kind of smacked <laughs> so, on everything. It, but it, yeah, it would be good. No, the questions that you ask about the paranormal world are questions that everybody has. Like, mm-hmm. we don't know. We don't really know. We've got a lot more questions. But you think that they're the ones that I guess are interactive or are, uh, for lack of a better term, conscious? Like, yeah, I they're. So. Do you think, have you seen that movie where, and not to run the movie if anybody hasn't seen it, I don't remember the name anyway, but in the movie, you're following <laughs> this family. I think it's a family. 
and they're seeing stuff, and then towards the end, you find out they were the ghosts. Oh, the the others. The others. That was the yeah. others. The others yeah. with um, Nicole Kidman. I always yeah. wonder it's if it's kind of like that. It's one of my favorite that. movies. That's Sorry, actually we... one of the few ghost movies I've ever it's watched. It's so good. We just uh. ruined it for you. It's Jerry's fault. Sorry, oh, okay. don't watch it. <laughs> it's so that is one of my favorite, and that's I don't know if it's that um, detail, but then I don't know. Mm-hmm. But I, I. I do believe that most of the spirits that we communicate with are conscious on some kind of level. They're just differently living. The Elliot Fontaine at the Woodrow Fontaine house. <laughs> perfect example because we both have a lot of experience with him and, and of course, historical haunts. We go way back. I mean, we started investigating there in 2012 as mm-hmm. their in-house paranormal investigators. Ghost Hunters came there in 2013. Um, I was on the show with Ghost Hunters. Um, we were there during their entire investigation. And um, Elliot is... The one that we got at uh, a, probably one of our best EVPs, which is an electronic voice phenomenon for those of you that are listening and watching that don't know what that is, is we just set out a just a simple voice recorder. You can even do it on your phone now. And you sit around and ask questions. You leave room for answers. You play it back and see if there's a somebody that's not here has answered. And we, we were talking about um, the spirits as ghosts, and I was referring to them as ghosts. And... Um, When we played it back, you hear Elliot say, I'm still alive. He goes, I'm still alive. He also, we would hang his obituary because we used to be on the board and Stephen was on the board there. Um, And like I said, in-house paranormal investigators, we were there all the time. Kind of sometimes we'd redecorate and hang his obituary on the wall. He would throw that thing off. He'd throw it down the stairs. Hmm. It would would shatter because he's not dead. Mm -hmm. He would make it very, very clear that he is still alive and he is still there just differently living. And he's like the most prominent spirit I've ever had in my entire life. Like make it very, very clear. Yeah, he's been, he's been a, I hate to say this, and of course I'm probably about to jinx myself, but it's like <laughs> on all the tours, uh, I haven't been getting a lot of any very, I haven't been getting much activity at the Mallory Neely house. So then when we go down to the, the Fontaine house, yeah, automatically. And actually um, there was another friend of mine who used to work at the Fontaine house, uh, Carol, and she wanted me to tell Elliot hello. She just won't go on a tour yet. And so I was like, hey, uh, Elliot, blah, blah, blah. Carol, at Christmas from Christmas time, we need to tell you hello. And the meter's just like, the lights just pop over to the right. Hmm. And so, um, yeah, he's been pretty active. And then I've also had, uh, we also, there's a little boy in the fountain. Uh, oh, Claude yeah. Hugh. Yeah, we have a, a little boy that in Court Square. And, and don't tell anybody the story. They got, you've got to go on the tour to hear the story. Yeah, I've been able to make contact <laughs> with him. And, I don't know if I told you what I started doing on that tour, but something illegal. I hope. No, it's all oh. legal. Everything, everything. Oh wait, legal. we have a lawyer. So, so I'll, I'll tell you. He'll get us out of it. <laughs> not not if you're admitting on is, the air. We don't do anything illegal ish. No, no. But I was, uh, I was standing there one day. This was actually before I was doing any tours, and and just out of curiosity, I was just looking around. And I was thinking this place has changed we just don't see that it's changed this fountain has changed everything about this has changed everything about it so i was getting ready for a tour and i was trying to think of what what has stayed the same since that little boy has died something has to have stayed the same since he passed away you not heard this maybe all right so what i did was i was just sitting at home and i looked at robin my wife and i said you know what i'm gonna music hasn't changed what is the number one song on the day that he passed away? Oh, that's a good idea. You know what the name of the song is? Negative. The Fountain in the Park. Oh, that's weird. Uh, yeah, that is pretty weird. The number one song. The number one song in the United States on the day that that boy passed away was The Fountain in the Park. So I took a blue And he died in the fountain in a park. And so I took... Tell a, me that doesn't freak you out. I took a Bluetooth speaker out there, turned it on... Okay. Yeah. All right. Yeah, I know it's not part of the script. So, how long? T- tell that's me. That's so cool. <laughs> tell me how long these tours last. Uh, if I'm doing and how, them, how to book them? If I'm doing them, it's about two hours because I'm very long-winded. Uh, they're not supposed to be two hours, so I don't do them anymore. That's the bus or the walking? No. Uh, yeah. 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 So the bus tour is our flagship tour. It's mm-hmm. kind of we did start doing walking tours way back when about twenty. 
12, 13 or so, starting on Beale Street. But we bought a bus, which is called the Ghost Bus. And um, sits about 24 passengers. We usually book it out to about 20. We want everybody to be somewhat comfortable on the bus. And um, it all starts at the broom closet, which, mm-hmm. you know, Emily was here a couple weeks ago. So it starts and ends the broom closet. Uh, so all of our tours, all of them start and end at the same location. And um, about an hour and a half you're going to get. That includes... Uh, if if weather permitting and road closures and all that are open and stuff, then um, you get off at three different locations. And uh, one of them, for sure, we do a live paranormal investigation. The others are just subjective to the tour and the tour guide and uh, if there's availability to do. But we try to do as many investigations as possible. Um, our walking tour is more of a ghost hunting tour, but uh, we still have a lot of fun. And that one's about an hour, 15, hour and a half as well. Uh, we always give it though if the group is like really into it we don't you know we are on a time frame but sometimes we stay a little extra if they're Mm -hmm. really active at one location we give you your money's worth our haunted pub crawl hits three local bars that one lasts a little longer and Mm -hmm. that one's kind of based on how long it takes you to order your alcohol and how busy the the bars are and how long it takes you to walk to them but that one's about a three-hour tour well, no, that would be about a two and a half, three hour tour. I was yeah. going to say, like Gilligan's Island. Three hour tour. That one sounds, I like that one though. The Haunted Pub Crawl is really one. fun. We. Um, I guarantee you by the end you'll see something. No, the more, and it, it happens every time they, and, and if you don't know people, because you can rent it out as a private event, you, know, you can just bring your group along or the whole office or whatever, or you just kind of like the escape rooms used to be back in the day. You just join strangers and you. You do stuff together, and uh, you get to be really good friends at the end. That's all of our tours are like that. But the pub crawl is kind of the one where everybody just gets to, because they're drinking, they get to know each other a little better. And uh, we usually typically end at Ernestine and Hazel's on that one. Unless it's closed for a private event, we really try to make it happen. Mm-hmm. Uh, Ernestine and Hazel's is right across from us, and it's they're, they're buddies of ours, and uh, you're always going to feel something there. It's crazy. And uh, if you go to historicalhauntsmemphis.com, that's where you can find everything. You can scroll through and pick all of them there. You can go kind of, there's a meet our um, guides tab, which we haven't have him on there yet, but you can kind of look through and see what each guide and who they are and where they come from and what they look like. And um, and if you want to book a private tour, that's where you can do that too. You do them, I assume, in the evening most of the time? Yeah, so right now we're one, running Wednesday through Sundays uh, in the evening. Wednesday, Thursday, Sundays are our bus tours. Friday and Saturday, Friday's your pub crawl. Saturday is that beer tour that runs through us as well on Saturday mornings, or well, actually afternoons around 2 o'clock. Um, but all of the tours start at like 7.30, 8 o'clock. Do, does it seem there's more activity in the evening or, or during the day, or does it matter? It doesn't really matter. It doesn't matter. Okay. Well, I'm sure they're spookier in the evening, but... Well, and they, the, the whole saying is ghost hunters do it in the dark. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Why do we do it in the dark? Yeah, number one, uh, contamination. So when you're in a location and it's nighttime, you're not going to have as much outdoor noise. So mm. your cars aren't going by as much. The people aren't going by as much. Um, people aren't talking as much. And, and it, the dark is just kind of neat. You can maybe see shadow figures a little more. But I've had activity all times, you know, mm. all hours of the day, just like you guys have here. Yeah, cool. So uh, I would try to probably do it a Saturday during the day. But I couldn't do it this Saturday or next Saturday. <laughs> I'm well, you're, you, we want you on the beer tour next Saturday, next but you Saturday. can't. If I can't. Saturday, I'll be out of town. I don't leave till Monday. That, that week's the same week I'm in Vegas. So. I might be able to do it. That Josh Saturday. is in Vegas. Yeah, Josh, you guys gotta go see that big ball. That's <laughs> the only reason he wants to go. Josh is in Vegas. That thing's cool. Josh is in Vegas. TikTok, they've been showing <laughs> all these live us. feeds of it. <laughs> Yeah, he's going to do um, all the nerd stuff. Josh won't do – you know, one thing, I went with Josh, side note, um, because I know Bill here doesn't know us and is getting to know us. But So Josh, me, my son Austin, who's 23, too, and who my else was it? Andrew. Your buddy Andrew. Went to Vegas for Josh's 30th birthday a couple years ago. And I was probably the wildest of them, and we're all relatively reasonable adults, right? But you're in Vegas, and there's a bunch of dudes – so, like, there's a few things I propose that we do uh, that are common in Vegas to go yeah, do I know together. what you're talking about. And they didn't want, none of them wanted to do that. And I'm like, I raised this boy well. That's <laughs> terrible. You know, <laughs> my brother doesn't want to do these things. So we ended up going to, like, uh, 
uh, what did we go to? It was we a car the, museum. We the Dragon. Yeah, we saw oh, Piff the Dragon man, show. I was so jealous that you got to see Piff. <laughs> it was very I limited. Love. Very. Li- it was like a G-rated Vegas dragon. trip. That's what it was. Well, it's so funny because you say that, and it's interesting because my son, he turns, this weekend he turns 24, and all of his friends would be the same way. There might yeah. be one friend that would be like, yeah, I'm going with Jerry to these guy things, but <laughs> the rest would just be like, no. It's weird. It's kind of a... Well, when I was younger, I did, uh, of course, I was big into all the extreme... You know, I did MMA fighting and all this stuff. And so I was in Vegas for an event we had and ended up getting kicked out of a certain facility. Mm. Um, yeah. <laughs> I mean, there's like. From, from what I remember the Vegas trip, I don't think I was against the stuff so much as if you recall, Austin was about to get married. Yeah, he's a good boy. Andrew, he's he's a good boy. Andrew also was had his girlfriend and he didn't want to do any. I mean, I thought those kind of things, I, I, as a, as a, I'm 44, mm-hmm. but I always say I'm a grown A man now. And so there's there's just things that uh they're not fun to me, but I like watching other people, other people that don't react. realize yeah their reaction that think that this yeah. is going to be something it's not, and I just find that interesting to watch. I'm the, the same way. I would sit back and just laugh. Yeah, that's exactly what it is to me. I, I was in Vegas just a year ago, and I'm terrified, absolutely terrified of heights, terrified, terrified of heights. So you go stratosphere? No, oh. I did Slotzilla down Fremont. Oh yeah, yeah. Did you I, do I it? saw that. I did it. We got in line to do it, and the line was just too so long, yeah. so we didn't do it. Yeah, I Last had, time I, I went, the line was really, I really booked, long. I booked the night before, Smart. and I knew if I gave them the money, yeah, then you would I would do wake it. Up, I would have to do it. Do you enjoy it? No. <laughs> <laughs> but Bill, isn't there two of them? Like one of them's like fully down, and one of them you sit. I I rode like this. Yeah, that's what I want. I want a Superman. There's, there's, there's actually there's one. a Superman one, and then I want to say there is another one that's maybe not as long. There is. It's not this as long. This one ran yet. the whole thing, yeah. and so like I was sitting there, and when you're up there, it's like blocked off, and the arm kind of comes, or the wall, the wall. kind of mm-hmm. comes down, and so I involuntarily closed my eyes because I was like, holy. Like, I can't, like, this is the dumbest thing I've ever done. I even said that. I'm, there's mm-hmm. a video of me, like, this is the dumbest <laughs> thing I've ever done. I'm, I'm, and I'm just flying down Fremont. And Were you it, screaming like a girl? Yeah. And um, and then it, then it was cool. Then it, then it was cool. And then by the time it was cool, it was over with. I, my blood pressure had to have been through the roof. Yeah, my through. blood pressure was through the roof when I got spanked by those thirty waitresses at the Heart Attack Grill. Yeah, that was the that was the only somewhat extreme thing we did. We went to the Heart Attack Grill, yeah, that's over there which is on to... Fremont. Yeah. yeah, and what they'll do is if you know, I don't know, did y'all eat there? No. Okay, so <laughs> if you know, if you're over four hundred pounds, you eat for free at that place. Oh, cool! And they have you sign a waiver <laughs> when you get in. Just promote obesity in America. No, no, it, that's their whole thing. I know, like, I've seen it, it. You have to sign a waiver when you go in because all the foods can kill you. Yeah, they, they bring sodas and stuff out in an IV drip so that you're like constant. And uh, the menu's just nuts. Anyway, if you eat all your food, you get rewarded and the waitress will spank you. And they literally have these uh, things you hold on to and then they come around and spank you. Well, it was his birthday, so we made sure they knew. So he got beat. <laughs> they lined him I was, up. I was the one that requested all the waitresses spank me. I didn't. I don't remember that, but yeah. that's that's fine. But they spank they sure they the one that got him the worst was like a mother of like three children, and Ooh, you could she knew tell. How to spank yeah, you know what she, she knew what to do. She put she the knew hips you were into naughty. it. Man, it lit him up. I felt bad for him. I still got the scars. Yeah. <laughs> Are you crying, big baby? But uh, yeah, that was interesting. Um, Vegas is cool. It's I one of my favorite it. places to go. I've been great. City. I love Vegas. I've been probably ten or twelve times. My wife goes with me, but doesn't enjoy. She likes outdoor stuff, so she wants to go to like Yosemite, Grand Canyon. So what we did one year is a compromise. This was like our dream vacation thing. We we had planned for it. We we had the money for it. We were going to do what finally whatever we wanted to do. So we went at New Year's, and the compromise because I don't like the outside stuff. Like I, I don't. I would glamp maybe. But, like, why would we have, you know, 2,000 years of war for us to have HVAC and not utilize it, you know? <laughs> so, anyway, so bougie. We, uh, we rented a helicopter and flew into the Grand Ooh, Canyon and had a, a sunrise breakfast with champagne and stuff in the base of the Grand Canyon. But, look, I'm going to go and tell you, it was just a big crack. You know, like all, all these people are like Grand Canyon, so majestic. It's a big butt crack. It's, it's literally all it is. And scary. she was like, "This is amazing. It's the most." Be- I was like, it's, "It's rocks. It looks exactly like I thought it would look." You know, it's beautiful. You go down to the Stop Mississippi it. River Bank and you can see a crack. You know. <laughs> anyway, you go down 
Main you go down Beale Street, you can see a lot of crack. That's true. That's true. Well, she did that, and then I, I raced. Uh, I raced Lamborghinis. That's what I got. Oh, to. I could. I would do that in <laughs> yeah. a heartbeat. That would be. I would see the Grand Canyon and race Lam- Lambos. Yeah, that was fun. I enjoyed that. You're so bougie. I swear. I'm not bougie. That's just uh, the plan for that. And you know, we work a whole lot, and so he's, we went. He's we went and we did he it. Also owns a pig. Just so you know. I do. Hey, my pig. I think's getting sick though. So uh, uh, yeah, I'm real worried about. So I, my animals are like my. My ki- I have kids, but they're adults, right? So yeah. they don't love me anymore. So my animals are like my kids. <laughs> Your kids. That makes sense. Yeah. So I have a mini pig. She's right there. She's on my logo on that thing. See, okay. that's my mini pig, Whiskey. Not a mini pig at all. That pig fills up a whole. Yeah, she's about 150 pounds. Yeah, but a she's whole the, the last week, she hasn't really been eating and drinking right. So I'm kind of worried about her. Take her to uh, Yeah, well, my mini, my bulldog, who's really my best friend, um, is got a tumor on um, an organ we thought it was on her stomach but it's actually on i think the pancreas so we took her this morning for surgery so she was in surgery today my wife the doc called and told me the surgeon called and said that she did well in the surgery so now they have to recover it and they have to test the tumor and but she's 16 and so a lot of people are like why would you spend that money on because she's given me so much love, Look, you know. She was your best friend. I yeah. So I mean, if if I can ease her time and make give her a little more time than she has now, and, and then then that's what we'll do. So anyway. don't you have a you had a little puppy at some sort last time? Yeah, my wife has a French bulldog, and we have yeah. a little uh, rat looking dog called uh, a Rue that's just like okay. a, a little messed up looking dog. <laughs> so I've got we've got four. They're all in the house. We have all four of them in the house. I saw the little puppy last time that I was here for some yeah. reason. Anyway, there was like a little French bulldog puppy. It was just big. Yeah, my dogs will sometimes bark. Do y'all think animals are in tune with stuff? Oh yes. yeah. Do you? Okay. Definitely. Yeah. One time I come around the corner and uh, the Bonnie, my at bulldog, at my house. Oh. I, I don't want to talk about that. That's a whole other ball game. Okay. Because yeah, I don't like thinking the stuff is house. going on at my house. And my, we've got a picture that my wife uh, has that someone <laughs> took at the front of our house. Yeah, I've uh-huh. seen it. Yeah. And people People say you can see a spirit in the front window of the front door yeah, there. there is something in the front window. And I don't see anything, uh-huh. but people say, she says she sees stuff. All, she says in our house she sees stuff all the time. And it's, it's one of the oldest houses in Tipton County, my house is. It is was it built, here in Covington? Mm-hmm, it was built in like 1860, something like that. Oh, wow. It's old. Yeah. And uh, it, you can even go in the attic area and see like four or five different types of carpentry over the years as they repaired and changed things. Sure. Cool. It's pretty interesting. That's really cool. But, uh, yeah, I don't want to think about that kind of stuff, you know, in my house. Yeah, it, could, it exists in there mm-hmm. whether you want to think about it or not. Sure. Yeah, I know. But I'm one of those where, <laughs> I, you know, you're talking about you don't call them out or I don't want to call nothing out. I get you know, it because our house has something going on and I just as well not know. Yeah, yeah. That's, that's more and, how and I, I do. Am. And this is my this is my hobby. Yeah. Well, they always say don't investigate your own house. No. Yeah. There's I mean, no, my house I'm, is almost 100 years old, and I don't. Yeah, I'm not. I well, the, stuff, the bulldog one day, I came around the corner, and the bulldog was sitting there like this. And he was kind of growling and looking up in the corner of the room. <laughs> and I was like, I'm not even going to look up in the corner. <laughs> What's even weirder is cats. Like, I have a cat. Mm-hmm. My, my dog recently <laughs> passed, and so mm-hmm. my dog doesn't bark at anything. But my cat would just like... <clears throat> And you can see your eyes just following it around. And I'm like, okay. Well, my son, my oldest son, Alex, who's uh, in the Navy, he, when he was little, would say he saw uh, angels in the room. He would see things in there and literally... Same house, and literally talk to him and tell us about it afterwards. And as he grew up later, he... uh, he, he remembered seeing some stuff, but it didn't know if it was, you know, a little kid thinking or what. But I mean, we're so in tune to that as little kids. We're so, you know, there are spirits or we're vibrating so high as little kids. Hopefully, mm-hmm. you know, we have a happy childhood and we're vibrating up on that level where we can see a lot. And then mm-hmm. we're not told we're not supposed to see that kind of stuff. We've actually counseled families throughout the years as an investigative group of like don't discourage your kids from seeing this kind of stuff because it's not scary it's not evil it's not wicked it's not whatever you think it is and um you know so that's where we have history of all these little kids saying they saw stuff that's when it started for me actually was up in ripley tennessee Mm -hmm. just uh yeah it's 15, 15 minutes this way yeah 15 minutes my grandparents uh moved from memphis to ripley back in the 50s so my grandfather could practice medicine up there. Okay. I was asleep one night, woke up, looked above me, and there was something over me. Wow. I had never experienced anything like it. I just looked at it and realized it that in my little brain, I was like, that's a ghost, and I fell back asleep. 
Yeah, if Fault I saw something another. over me, I, the house would probably be caught on fire. <laughs> Don't, not that it's <laughs> no, it was, it was. Who are you going to call? Yeah, yeah. well, apparently y'all, I guess. <laughs> but so that's what, DeSoto that's what County the Ghostbusters. Do not. Yeah. They will not do anything for you. Yeah, that's what started Do it not all. cross huh. the streams. <laughs> Interesting. Yeah, well, you know, I, I think as a little kid, I can remember being real scared a lot about different stuff, but I don't know that I ever saw anything. My wife seems to be in tune with things like that, though. And I think that the thing is, like, I think it's hard for any of us to say with any absolute certainty on anything, you know. Yeah. So it's ignorant of me to say that it's not that right. way or right. that it is. So I'm open that people could be uh, in tune to things a little different than I would. I just, there's definitely something up because I have been here and experienced stuff personally that I can't explain. Mm-hmm. And it was very vivid, real. And, and especially the night both my wife and I experienced the exact same thing. It's not yeah. like I imagined it. We we didn't imagine it together. It was, the same, it, was it happened. I, anyway, so I don't know, but... I'm interested in that stuff. And uh, when's your wife's birthday? Do you know her sign? Yeah. So her birthday, May. Oh no! I just 29th. got Jerry trouble. Okay. I think that's right. May 29th. She's gonna text you right now. She's yeah. Like, I'm pretty sure I'm right. <laughs> Hand's gonna come right out of that phone and go smack. Well, it's because no. I confuse our our anniversary and our no. and her birthday. But I think that's well, just because right. sometimes it, certain signs are more sensitive. Certain. So what is my, what is that? Uh, I Taurus. don't know. Taurus. Because I'm Taurus. I'm a knight. Okay. Yeah, because no, because I'm a Pisces, and normally, or if she's like a negative blood type, I mean, her being a nurse, she would know that. Yeah, um, she's not. So I'm O positive, and she's just not. She's something okay. else. Because like is. usually Pisces are really, really, really. So they say Pisces have superpowers, and or hmm. negative blood types um, are really sensitive. And so O positives are the smartest, right? Yeah. Oh. <laughs> is that what you are? They're the best looking. <laughs> oh, They're the best hair. No, I made. Yeah. <laughs> I made all that up. I don't know. <laughs> That's yeah. why I hired him. We can just make stuff up. Yeah, yeah, cool. We say that on our tours. We're like, how many of you guys are from Memphis? And if none of them raise their hands, we're like, good. We can just make it all yeah, up. You'll yeah. never know. <laughs> that's, that's true. That's true. And let's go. Yeah. Uh, and we do have it. We have a new tour that we're working on. Um, we don't know like the name officially for it, but it's going to be like a Secrets of Memphis kind of tour. A uh, lot of it's a sightseeing tour. It's going to be a two-hour tour, probably at. 11 on a Saturday morning right before our brew bus where we just go all over Memphis into Midtown and back and talk about weird facts of Memphis things that you'd probably never know it's mainly a sightseeing like that and that and that like oldest restaurants oldest bars but just stuff that you've never heard of before that you're Mm going to be like why is this in Memphis or we never you know one of them is the everybody knows about the ducks of Peabody yeah Um, you got to show them Prince Mongo Oh, we go right by the castle. Yeah, okay. Um, and, uh, or Ashler Hall, Ashler Hall. And then, um, or like the Silky O'Sullivan's has goats. Yeah. But even more details. And we get off at a couple stops, uh, drive over into Elmwood Cemetery and talk about the UFOs and cryptids and everything. But it's, it's going to be a really, really <laughs> fun tour. He actually, you want to talk about your shortwave radio? Oh, you, yeah, actually, I do. Somebody, a, uh, it'll be one? on, I don't, it's not live, but. Does anybody I hear do that? It. That's the garage door over oh, there. Darn. Yeah. It means Brian's leaving. Yeah, no, I do it. I do a shortwave radio show. That, okay, cool. That goes out every Tuesday night on ninety three ninety five kilohertz, and it's called Memphis Weirdos. And it's there's a long convoluted story in how I started it, but right when I started it, it was going to be a podcast only, and then I had one microphone, and the uh, pandemic started. I didn't feel like sharing my mic with. I didn't know enough about the yeah how it was going to work. What anybody? So uh, I got a few interviews in. I ended up putting those out. They were really successful, and uh, but then no one wanted to sit down and talk. I understood that that was cool. I had a really cool logo. I had a URL, and I was Memphis Weirdos. I've got to use it somehow. And I remembered a guy who did food reviews who had a, a shortwave radio show, and I was like. What could be weirder than that? You know, like shortwave radio, really, people still have that. Mm-hmm. And I looked into it, found the station that would take the show, and I've been there for three or four years ever since. And deal mainly, it's actually taken on a different life now that I've gone back into paranormal investigations and doing ghost tours, and uh, I'll just kind of play some music give some highlights of the things that I've experienced on some of the tours, talk about how to book the tours with me and all this other stuff. Mm. And um, I had another podcast get in touch with me today because I came out of retirement and they'd heard of some work that I'd done in the past. So I've I've actually hooking up with these guys has um, kind of 
gotten me active in in the uh, in in the environment again. And I do photography. I've got a uh, show coming up, a photography show coming up in November at actually at WKNO's uh, TV and radio station. That show is going to run for November. And uh, another photography thing I'm doing, I'll be in what we call Monster Market, which is going to be at the Medicine Factory in October. And there's a bunch of really cool show. Um, monstermarket.com I think is the website you can go there and it'll give you some information on so are you you're also into like cryptozoology and stuff like that too no, no? no. so what, what is it just the paranormal or yeah it's just the you par- say monsters so I don't know if you oh, mean monster like, market is just that's just the brand of, uh-huh. of this particular uh of it's this like a market where vendors are going to come out and sell their stuff and it's all like spooky then you get invited so it's, it's really cool. so it's kind of a it was pretty i was very surprised that i got in mm-hmm. and i'm doing black and white photography at a cemetery and and i'll tell you the secret through the photography is the idea for the pictures is i want for someone to look at the picture and feel kind of unnerved when they look at it mm-hmm. and what they'll figure out eventually is there's actually someone in the photograph that they don't recognize at first looking back at them. So, hmm. yeah. It's gonna be neat. I thought you were going to say you wanted to feel uncomfortable so you smack them around a little bit. And no, then, no, 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 no. <laughs> I don't have that kind of... Well, so uh, we have a lot of photographers that come to our restaurant and yeah. they like to shoot because of what it looks like. Yeah. And they like... Uh, we've had several that have come and like it as a location. So yeah. y- you're always welcome to look at it. Man, thank you so much. Yeah, yeah, I, I was up if... here recently. Uh, went to Buckaroos up there. Mm-hmm. At the yeah, Hack that's Club. a great place too. That's Man, a cool place. That is an awesome place. He, so we partnered with him because he started making fedoras that we sold in our our restaurant because it's yeah. 20s themed and uh, uh my, matter of fact i have a custom fedora i got from him is what i wear when i'm up there uh but he's a cool dude Mike. man beautiful yeah. hats up there yeah yeah well there you know he makes a lot of the movie hats have I you know. been up there i don't even know what it is yeah it's right up here on the corner uh buckaroo hatters he's oh, one of the last uh i guess he's a hatter i guess that's what you call him yeah um that's really cool. definitely on this side he hand makes hats and a lot of the movie companies in L.A. still commission him to make the movies for. He's got pictures of them up there. The Did movies really? for the the, the hats for the movies. Yeah, it's and it's a, it's kind of like cool a part of our tour if it was in Memphis. No, it, it it's kind of like well if we did one here it's kind of like a museum True. like the stuff that he's got in there. He it's it's amazing. But yeah. I was up here shooting pictures. Uh, like I said, my relatives who live up in Ripley, so I know the area really well. Mm-hmm. Had a weird experience at a cemetery somewhere between. Here in 14, Penning, I don't know. We mm-hmm. walked out into this graveyard. We heard a growl. <laughs> yeah, see, I don't think that's good. <laughs> I, I, I told us, like, I was like, hey, we're just here. I literally yelled, it's like, hey, we're just here visiting. Uh-huh. Uh-huh. That's all we're doing. And everything chilled out. And I thought, you, you can imagine experiencing these things. Thankfully, somebody else was with me and heard the same thing. Mm-hmm. Like when you and your yeah. wife heard the footsteps, it's like, you're not crazy. It's it happens. Yeah, not as crazy, but yeah. 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 Well, West Tennessee is active, man. Well, I uh, I appreciate y'all coming on, and yeah. I'm sure some of the viewers would like to come and check you guys out. You said it was historical haunts. Historicalhauntsmemphis.com. Historicalhauntsmemphis.com. See, we have rooms this weekend on some of our tours. Uh, I'm forget. about to sell out Thursday. He's like, I'm about to sell out. <laughs> I mean, not me. They out. don't know it's me. He, yeah, Bill will be. If you would like to take Bill's tour, he is doing the haunted bus tour this Thursday. Um, I don't know. I'd have to look at the schedule if you have any other tours this weekend. But um, I'm doing because I it's my son's birthday weekend. So off the air, I might talk to you about the seller and bring mm-hmm. him up and get him drunk. <laughs> Uh, he's almost 24. I can do that. Um, but no, he loves the bourbon, so mm-hmm. it'd be fun to do a bourbon tasting there. But um, on Friday night, I am doing the walking ghost hunt. So cool. um, come out and see us. It's a lot of fun. And we still have other tours on Friday and Saturday. And uh, no, we have a private tour on Sunday. But There's always tours up there. It's there's fun. always. And if you have a company or a business or something and you want to rent out the bus for a private tour, we actually really um, work hard at creating like specialty tours. Um, mm-hmm. We just did one for a big company in Memphis where we went into the Masonic Temple and Ansdell Mansion and did investigations in both of those for a company. So you don't have to do a specific tour. We can create one for you. So. 
Cool. Yeah, it's a lot of fun. Well, I appreciate both of you being on. Yeah. Thanks for and, having us. Uh, of course, you've been on before, and they yeah. can go back and watch that old episode. It should be somewhere where we talked about the investigation here. Yeah, and I think at one point, yeah, I think Josh showed what we had, mm-hmm. experience that we had here. So yeah. that was pretty impactful. We'd love to come back and investigate again. So well, we here anytime, just not yeah. my house. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right. Well, the folks from Historical Haunts, uh, Historical Haunts Memphis, if you want to book with them. Uh, you see there, thank you guys for watching and uh, listening to us for a little bit. Don't forget to follow all the stuff we've got going on. Uh, we've got uh, N.A. The Band. they got Inside My Head. The album is out. It's available for free, so please download that. It really helps those guys out. It's completely free, so I don't know why you wouldn't. It's a, it, it's a good Samaritan thing. Plus, it's a good album. Michelle Allen, if you're buying, selling, renting, leasing real estate, she'd be glad to talk to you about that or anything. She's kind of like me. You can contact her in the community, and she'll give you direction. She's on the Chamber of Commerce board with me and stuff. She's a, a good local business owner. Mason's Hire Tay Martial Arts in, Mace, uh, in Covington. We've been there since 1993. Be glad to teach your children confidence, integrity, or adults. We'll teach you how to kick people, choke them. It's a lot of fun. And then the cellar, <laughs> you might use your kicking and punching. Uh, at the Cellar Restaurant Prohibition Bar, it's uh, located right here in Covington, open seven days a week. Great bourbon, great steaks. Trivia night tonight starts back, so we'll see you there soon. Mason Night Digital Marketing will help you with all your online branding, uh, social media, marketing, website design stuff, as well as drone footage. He's excited about using his drone. And then the Covington Comic Con will return to Covington August 12th and 13th at the Covington Civic Center. You can bi- visit Budget Batman, Creepy Panda Guy, and everybody else will be there. It'll be a lot of fun. I'll and the there. Historical Haunts crew will be there too. So thank you guys for watching. We'll see you next week. I think next week is pre. No, next week's live. No, next week's Still live. live. We're having the, the Melee Yarbrough. Oh, okay, cool. So uh, next we'll talk about more death next week. It'll be great. <laughs> so next week we'll be live, and uh, we'll see you guys in, so keep kicking. Thanks for watching, guys. Just remember that this is not legal advice or investment advice or business advice. This is for fun and entertainment purposes only.